0: Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of
1: Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota.
0: Ready, ready.
1: Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports.
0: I'm Dakota. And I'm the Tyler that I just mentioned, and I am fucking gut-wrenched at the moment.
1: (laughs) Got sad shit to discuss. We got some news in the NFL, of course. We got college basketball Mm. talking. Sweet 16 coming up, starting tomorrow. We'll give our picks for the Sweet 16. Uh, It's going to be a lot of of NFL. This is very rare that we get to talk about something that happened immediately after it happened, and it just so happens to affect one of us.
0: Very directly. (laughs) In such a sad fucking way oh let's just go ahead and do it fuck it well tyree kills now a goddamn dolphin well weird did anybody wake up today and think that was a fucking possibility well whose fault is it huh i want to fucking know <laughs> that's how i feel i thought he was gonna make 18 million a year and be good okay first off it was, it was like 19 million and that was in 2019 and he was the number two paid wide receiver in the league Everyone's trying to say, oh, he's been underpaid for three years. No, oh, no, shut that's up. That's what I mean. Oh, I've been arguing with fucking.
1: When, when you wanted to get him, you were floating out these deals early before Devontae Adams made $28 million.
0: Yeah, we well, fucked it all up. But I think even <laughs> before that, after seeing how all this is going down, I think Tyreek's mind was already made up before that. Because they say, you know, it's all Twitter right now. Now, of course, we're talking about, well, let's let's preface it. Tyreek Hill is, has been traded today to the Miami Dolphins. And it was in return for a first a first round pick, second round pick, fourth round pick, next year, second and third, I think. Uh
1: the most impressive thing about this trade is that the Dolphins still have two first round picks next year.
0: Yeah, we tried apparently they were trying to get their higher pick this year or something, but for some reason couldn't. I I, I have Tyreek if, Hill. I'll take what you're gonna give me whatever the fuck I want. Except they didn't. Except they didn't.
1: But <laughs> it's, it's smart if you're the Dolphins, though. If you can like, hey, let me get your higher pick. No, we'll just give you more picks. Okay, fine, which we've been... If you don't use those picks to pack it together and do something with them, whether it's... I don't think they have like, to. Unless, I'm talking about for to trade, even if it's to trade-up in the draft.
0: Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I don't even think they have to. Like, they have almost back-to-back picks in the first round. Like, yeah, okay, Let if you want, you could use this year's Dolphins second, next year's Dolphins second, and third, give them all to them. Let me bump into the early 20s, late teens, I'll give you three of these picks to the, the the projection I saw show Pro Football Focus put it up and they said, How do you think this would work? It's the Texans, of course, because they're trying to accumulate fucking picks to get a better team. Yeah. And it's the Chiefs gave them uh their their third and the Dolphins second this year, and then next year second to move up. No wait. This year's twenty eighth pick or some shit and then uh, third gave it to him and then they bump from where they're at all the way to 18 or something like that, and they take uh, Jamison Williams from the Alabama, mm-hmm. of course, and then with the 28th pick, Traylon Burks.
1: Yeah. If that. you
0: could make something like that happen, we'll be fine. Clearly, we're giving up one of the generational fucking talents that just went to the Dolphins. Clearly, as a Chiefs fan... It fucking sucks. When I first got the call, it was from Derek, and I didn't even know what had happened yet because I turned off all my notifications from Twitter because I'm fucking tired of all the Tom Pellisaro bullshit. I was asleep. Like, yeah. And all, he called me. I was like, what are you talking about? Shut up, dude. You're fucking with me right now. Nope, not fucking with me. <laughs> and I went into shambled mode. I went into my <laughs> office. I closed the door, and I was screaming pathetically. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and then, like, the more I just sat and just chilled, the more I was like, you know what? The report said that the Chiefs offered him $26.5 million a year.
1: Yeah, so he was supposed to be one of the top, however many highest paid receivers. Would have been the
0: second highest paid wide receiver. And he said no. He has a home in Miami. All his YouTube videos he always uploads of life and with Tyree, whatever the fuck it is. He's always in Miami. What the hell is there to do in Kansas City if you're Tyree Kill? You're a 27-year-old dude who likes to party and have fun. What What is there for him to do, I guess? I
1: don't know, but I mean, if you, I get... Everybody wants to be the highest paid. Makes sense, but if you if it's if it's just money we're talking about, and Devontae Adams making twenty eight million, you get off for twenty six. That's a fair deal. You take it,
0: and you're with Patrick fucking Mahomes competing right. for a title.
1: Yeah. Now the the problem is, and I think the Chiefs will be fine. I mean, they're gonna feel it for sure. But the the optically the problem is is everybody else in that division is making moves to get better, and we are and not. The Chiefs are subtracting people. That fucking tweet they put out after Juju things like, who's going to stop this Juju, Tyreek, Travis Kelsey, Clyde, I'm sure Cole Takes was all over Clyde it. Clyde Everett-Hilaire. First of all, take Clyde off that list. Now yeah, he does Juju not belong. And Travis Kelsey. And now Travis Kelsey can be doubled. Juju's good. I love Juju. You don't have to double him. Like, his skill set does not require you to double him. He can make you pay if you don't. We saw it with him that year with AB. <laughs> he had a great year because he was one-on-one. But you don't have to double him like you have to double Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey.
0: No. Casey Hayward went right to Twitter on Darius uh, Darius Butler's post and was like, he was, Darius Butler's pretty much saying, like, you can't let a guy like that walk, whatever. You guys aren't, people aren't understanding. There was no letting him stay.
1: Darius Butler's also a Miami Dolphins fan.
0: Yeah, and his, Tyree Kills, clearly, the only thing you want to do is get out. That's it. So, if that was the standpoint, you had to get whatever the fuck you could. And what did Devontae Adams get Green Bay in the trade?
1: Yeah, first and second.
0: One, yeah. A one and a two. We got fucking six picks. I know it sucks. Fuck. You think a person like Tyree Kill is worthy of like Christian McCaffrey. You think it's a Ricky Williams type
1: trade. And if you had him for a five-year deal, maybe you could. Well, nobody's trading that much for a wide receiver. Originally, the two first, whatever it was, nobody's doing that. Because with receivers these days, you get two cracks at one in the first round, you're going to hit at least on one of them. Probably both, to be honest with you. Yep. As long as you don't draft Jalen Reagan, Sorry, Eagles fans. Um be fine. Yeah, I don't
0: think a single person was high on Jalen Rager except the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles.
1: And now they will draft a wide in the first round until and they can know, cover whiff up again. the stink. Yep. I don't think you can whiff that bad. Uh, There's <laughs> a lot of good looking... I mean, they got Devontae Smith. He's pretty good. He's decent. That's the thing, though. If if I'm trading for Tyreek Hill, it's because I have the money. I have... I believe we have a shot at the fucking Super Bowl. You got a strong quarterback. A quarterback with arm that can throw it downfield and stretch the field. And the Dolphins don't have two of those three things. Like, they're not winning the fucking Super Bowl. Their quarterback can't utilize Tyreek Hill. I mean, like you talked about it beforehand, those quick slant routes, and then he can do what he does after the catch. Great. But you're not getting the full value unless you can launch the ball. Do they resign Fitzpatrick and have him throw the deep balls to him? I don't know. And
0: right. you know you know what's going to happen now with the defenses when you have Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill? And Devontae They're going to do those very same things they were doing in Kansas City to you.
1: Yeah. Then Devontae Parker being the third option, like much more than when they kept trying to make it the number one. If he's I, know, healthy. For,
0: I think they still, have, do they still have Preston Williams, or did he walk? I don't People know. People f- totally forgot about him, but he's good.
1: But Devontae, they kept trying to make Devontae Parker the one. He's not a one, but he's good if he can stay healthy. Yeah. He, and uh, they shit. got Chase Edmonds now. Their offense is looking good. They got, got Terrence Ed. Taran- yep. They're looking good. The only thing it does this year, like Tua for a split second, like, oh, shit, we got Tyreek. Oh, shit, we got Tyreek. Now, everybody's looking at you saying, you better be the fucking guy. Because if you suck this year, you're out. you got no excuses now and we paid a receiver 30 million dollars so we will draft somebody else in the heart because we have to have a cheap quarterback
0: you got four years 160 million 72.5 million guaranteed whoa and honestly i'm not mad at the chiefs for not not doing it one clearly one they didn't have the choice well, to do did. it right they tried to do it but i'm'm I'm, I'm trying to look at a glass half full and as long as i got 15. I'm straight. There's a reason that our odds to win the Super Bowl went from plus 900 to plus 900. There's a reason.
1: Oh, I saw it move more than that.
0: No, I got a update from the dude who works at MGM Casino. He tweeted out, the odds are now at plus 900. What were they before? Plus 900.
1: I don't know. I think that the Mahomes, Dolphins...
0: Mahomes is more important to the Chiefs than Tyree Kill is the Chiefs. There's no question he's a three time pro bowler. Oh, how sure. good he is. Quarterback. But Patrick Mahomes makes Tyreek Hill more than Tyree Kill makes Patrick Mahomes. And pro football focus is gonna hate to see it because they fucking talk shit about Kansas City all year long. So
1: I think I've come to the conclusion I think the pro football focus talks shit about everybody.
0: Yeah, except Tom Brady. They love his dig.
1: <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna happen.
0: But it's sad. Uh, because the Chiefs are the team that took a flyer on him when no one else would. Chiefs drafted him. Chiefs paid him. He thrived with us, with, with us. <laughs> he had a key to wherever the fuck he wanted. So it sucks, because, fuck, we were the only team that would touch the dude that was apparently a woman beater. That was it. We were, were it. No one wanted him. And then it worked. And then you won a ring. And now it's like, I don't care what you offer me right now. I want to go to Miami.
1: Yeah, I want to go do fun stuff.
0: Let's see how you're feeling by week nine, bud.
1: So this is a list of extension eligible wide receivers from the 2019 draft. And there's going to be a lot of fucking money. Should, it, one of them is kind of sad that you put him in there. But he's good. You know, good. It's, you it know just what's crazy? feel right. What?
0: Cooper Cup is making $18 million a year. Yeah. They don't last and he, long.
1: He, he, I don't think he cares. I don't think he's trying to get more. I would imagine he's trying to get more. But, yeah, I mean. I don't he think he's trying to, to be, break the bank right now. I think he's happy with L.A. because I think he knows it's inevitable. It's going to happen at some point. But this list is Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson, Hunter Renfro. See, I'm so
0: confused right now. I thought we saw a thing a a month ago about D.K. Metcalf signing a a three- or four-year extension. But then I saw another— They
1: said they were trading him after the— No, I mean way before that, way before this.
0: I thought I saw a four-year, $64 million contract extension agreed by D.K. But then just last week, I seen a thing— where Pete Carroll said, "I'm try- we're trying to re-sign DK however we can. We're going to get him a deal no matter what. I was like, wait. I thought I just saw a fucking image of y'all already paid him. I don't know. I'm kind of confused. I don't know what the fuck actually happened.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he got extended because he's still on everything I saw. But Debo Samuels is get fucking paid. Yeah,
0: DK Metcalf is going to get fucking paid.
1: I mean, Russell Wilson tried his best last year to not get him paid. Yes. AJ Brown to get paid. I am very excited. Terry McLaurin to get paid just that, just be, not because it's not good, but like oh. they, they're paying nobody else. Tyreek just tweeted. Deontay Johnson. I don't know what that deal looks like. I mean, the, we don't have any fucking receivers left. So
0: he said they're going to have to pay him. It's from Tyreek. Literally just posted it. Today starts a new beginning. I'm very excited to be joining the Miami Dolphins to get to work. However, it's hard thinking about the memories, people, and fans that made my time in Kansas City so great. To my family and kids. Thank you for being blah, blah. I'm grateful to those who join me in giving back to the Kansas City community through the Tyree Kale Foundation. College of scholarship, blah, blah, blah. Thank you, the Chiefs organization, for believing in me. I'll never forget getting called in 2016 in my dream to play in the NFL. Should come true. Thank you, Pat, Kelsey, DeMarcus, and Dieter, along with all my teammates. I'm proud to have taken a field with each of you. You are what made each day worth it. We are brothers for life. Yeah. Aww. As you could tell by uh, Chris Jones, Colin Saunders, Dieter, everybody tweeting saying, I uh, didn't see this coming. Dieter himself literally posted the gif of the little kid that goes, "Uh, what's that? The little, what's he say? Isn't that neat? And he, the little weird kid with the blonde hair with the balloons and shit. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, whatever. He, <laughs> he posted them out and it, it's just a gif of this dude fucking looking around in circles like, and then just throws his hands up and was like, I don't know. But now this motherfucker wants to thank Dieter. I'm talking about, thank you guys so much for, bitch, you didn't say a word
1: to anybody <laughs> on the team about this. This is, this is 21 minutes ago. Sources tell me Packers and Chiefs have inquired about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett's availability. Shut up. Seattle's open to listening to offers, but the, for their wide receivers, but nothing is imminent.
0: Shut up. Who posted that?
1: Jack Settleman. I don't know. He's verified.
0: He is. Mm-hmm. Oh, DK with the Chiefs would be magnificent, but there's the also a part of me. Uh, yes, there's also a part of me that wants to say fuck every single one of these sons of bitches who are trying to fucking put Aaron Rodgers under the bus right now and say, look, Devontae Adams left because he didn't want to, you know what, let's finish the Chiefs statement real quick. <laughs> I'm devastated inside, but a little part of me is like, we got my homes, we're straight. I'm all right. I'm still happy to have Juju, and I hope after this year
1: he puts on, and I hope we get him to a three- or four-year deal. And that's the thing. If he does not resign. Yeah, we got an issue, but oh well. we'll I mean, are you going to take a receiver in the first round this year? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I, if I know Kansas City, they're not getting rid of either one of their first round picks.
1: They'll hold both of them, and they'll probably take either two receivers, see, or you can still end up. I think you still end up with two first round picks if you trade your two first rounders you have now to go up in the first round, and then trade a package of picks, including some of the most of the ones you got. from— But they Miami, like depth. They like depth. Well, That's what I'm much. saying. To trade back into the ass into the first round to get that fifth year option for two players, then you still have it. And I mean, all of it, all of it depends on if somebody is still there that you want. Like that's yeah. not a trade you make early on. If somebody falls past, you could have a person and a number, and if they fall past that point, you trade these two picks to get up and get them. But, I would also be excited to – I mean, Lockett would be
0: ideal. That would be an absolute perfect fit would be Lockett. He was the first person I saw once the Russell Wilson trade went down that said Lockett's on the trade block. He was the first one. I don't think DK Metcalf's touchable. I really don't. But
1: I mean, I don't know why anybody would be untouchable in Seattle right now. I just – For what reason? They're going to say, look how many picks Tyreek Hill just got. Well, they have to be realistic to some extent. And here's the thing. Like I just said, I don't think anybody gives two firsts for a receiver at this point. But if you're Kansas City and you have a receiver circled and you'd be willing to trade those to move up, why not trade both of them for one of them? Because Lockett probably comes
0: with a $20 million a year tag and so does Matt Caff, who's going to want an extension.
1: Yeah, but you're okay with paying Tyree Kill 26 if you can pay him 20. Well, 20, I say that, but nothing at this point.
0: only Tyree Kill. I mean, it's just Tyree Kill. That's it. I would be I would love to get Lockett. I would love to have Metcalf, but I just don't see Kansas City doing sexy things like that. Would it would I be fucking ecstatic? Absolutely. <laughs> but the first tweet I saw was with Tyreek Hill heading out, Marquez Valdez Gantley's coming that. in the
1: building and I said, Oh boy, do we have a savior? What the like, fuck is this? I, I would be fine with having MVS on my team, but the the wording no where you're talking about potential like you made it sound like the replacement for Tyreek right. Hill is No, it's not good. No. I'd take him as
0: number three any day. Of, of course I would. Seen him drop a lot of balls, though. Yeah, well. Lots of them. Aaron made some very sour faces multiple <laughs> times. But, yes, I'm sad. It sucks. I'm happy we got a bunch of picks, and I'm also happy with $21 million in cap space that opened up. Happy with that. Guess who's number one in cap space in the league right now? Kansas oh, we'll City. But it's a day late and a dollar short <laughs> now.
1: They'll carry over next year.
0: I mean, I guess. Fuck. I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to restructure... Uh, at the beginning of this offseason they were saying Patrick Mahomes was going to restructure into a signing bonus so it help us. I mean I'm fi- whatever you don't want to get your, do your thing whatever I'm fine but Travis Kelsey hasn't hasn't done a, a uh uh stru- a restructure not one time in the whole time he's been in Kansas City has he. But I don't expect him to fuck I can't expect somebody to
1: well, you really can't do something do with their money because he's about to get a lot of fucking attention he hasn't had in the last few years.
0: I don't I, I do I do think that we are not done. I think that Kansas City's front office is fucking panicking right now. Rightfully so, but I think they're going to, I think, I mean, if they're already being fucking linked to a Metcalf or Lockett, that means they are actually looking and trying. My observation would be sign Odell to a one-year deal. That would be my.
1: See, that's the thing. I don't know why you would. You would only have to do five or six million and you're why good. you would trade for these people if you have capable free agents. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm a little pissed because they should have traded for Robert Woods long ago. That's the thing. Robert Woods going to the Titans. That would have been perfect. Makes me think Odell's re-signing with the Rams. And maybe I'm sure they have something in place, but hey, this is what we'll pay you. Go out and see what you can get. I've also saw he'd be interested in signing back with the Browns now that they have Deshaun Watson. He can eat shit and die if he does that. I don't I'm fucking. Would you want to play with Baker? I don't care. I don't care. The fucking shit that pissed me off better than before if he goes back there now. I was like, all right, cool, now I'll go back. I'm fucking over it. Mm-hmm. The I see both sides. The of it. DK Metcalf thing, though, like I I don't think there's anybody on the Seahawks that's untouchable. Why if you fuck you it's cut your, so your leader on offense and defense, same like trade one, cut the other one, and the rumor is he's gonna end up back in your fucking division with the Rams. That's tough, but how can you justify? all oh, this person's off limits now.
0: As a team that would be trying to take that in, I would be worried because that is gonna be a huge. I mean, I guess you'd pay less than twenty six million for him.
1: I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure a $20 million a year would suffice. Well, that's the thing. You could pay something right now. With as fast as the receiver bar has been going up. You think about, like, everybody's freaking out about Dax deal not I'm so sure, long ago, and yeah. now it looks like a fucking steal.
0: And the new TV money deal and cap hit shit hadn't even hit yet. So it's going to go up, and it's going to be not well, so go bad. Up every
1: year. Amazon just got in on it this year. Mm-hmm. Whoever else, Apple or Google, whoever else is going to fucking jump in on it, will it'll jump pretty quick.
0: So I would be much... I mean, I'd be very happy to have a
1: I'm sure Tyler Lockett's contract
0: right now is probably team friendly at this point. I'm sure I think it was like that might be the contract I think I saw. It might I think that one was the three year sixty million or some shit.
1: This is kind of impress it's very impressive with it being the Dolphins. But it says their offensive skill groups now. They got two and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. <laughs> Receivers, they got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, Devontae Parker. Running backs Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Miles Gaskins, and then they got Mike Geseki.
0: Yeah, you got a bunch of Ferraris in there with a guy that has yeah. a Silverado key. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't not, know what to do with it. Well, you're gonna find out. You're, you're gonna you're gonna get gone. It's you went from
0: man. Mahomes throwing you a ball to Teddy two gloves. Ask Cortland Sutton how that goes.
1: Well, would be smart from the Browns, which I don't know how you avoid the, and maybe you keep it. Maybe you keep the headache of the Baker drama to. Just, to get people off of the Deshaun Watson drama. I saw they're about to cut him. But if you could take but I'm saying if you could keep him until Tua fails in this offense and then go to the Dolphins and be like, hey, you can have Baker. We'll trade you Baker. I would wait till somebody's in a pickle. You think they be you think you'd be shocked if the Dolphins
0: left. would still do it right now, even if they have Tua?
1: I think it's stupid. You know what Baker. I feel like you know what Baker is. This is I think we know what Tua is as well. I'd but, rather have Baker than Tua. I would too, but the problem is. It's just if you take on Baker, you're going to give him a new deal. And if you take if you keep it with Tua and he inevitably stinks, you just move on to the next one. Draft the quarterback in the next round where you already have two first round picks next year. You can trade up. Everybody's saying this a better draft class next year. I think it's top heavy. I mean, I think there's more clear cut guys in next year's draft than this draft. But as far as volume, like if you're going to trade up into the top ten, and I guess let's be honest, even with that team, I figure the Dolphins will have to trade that much to get inside the top ten. I don't expect him to win fucking 12 games next year.
0: I'll close the book on the Chiefs portion for now. Tyreek is gone. My heart is sad. <laughs> but in Patrick Mahomes, I trust. So, we'll see what happens. Let's talk some other NFL stuff.
1: Staying in that division, you seen the Tyron Matthew Raiders deal?
0: No. It's
1: apparently Tyron Matthews visiting the Raiders. Apparently, Stephon Gilmore reached out to Tharon Matthew and said that he would take less if he also came to the Raiders. So they're trying to make both of them, Gilmore and Matthew, to the Raiders happen.
0: I'm still not scared of him, even if they have both of those.
1: I'm not. Like I said, if he went to everybody's like, oh, you should come to the Steelers. I'm less concerned about him being on my team than you were on yours, because on your team he was he was the guy. Either one of those situations, he doesn't have to be the guy he can With be the Raiders? in the right place. If he could Gilmore too in the situation. You think Gilmore is the I guy in the is whole is team? A corner. Matthew. Yeah, but a corner is not going to be the team I'm leader. Not, I'm not talking about leadership. I'm talking about you're expecting the most from him in your secondary. And you won't do that if Gilmore's on there.
0: I feel like safety is more, especially a especially a safety that roams and plays the slot and plays the box. I feel like that's going to be the,
1: it the is, crucial I think, part. I think people will be throwing to avoid Gilmore more often than Matthew. Do they
0: still have the Marcus Joyner?
1: The Raiders? I don't remember. Hmm. But I know they got Chandler Jones, Max Crosby. If they get those two on their defense, I mean, it's with good. Adam Devontae Adams, they're in business.
0: I just, it's just embedded in my brain not to fear the Raiders no matter what. I mean, I would definitely boast of their defense. I would definitely help. Nope, not going to lie because I don't know who the fuck they're saying. Abr- Abrams? Yeah, he was a bum to begin with. So
1: far, I think they're banking on the fact that when they got Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, they just won't, the quarterbacks won't have enough. Just time.
0: give me someone competent back there on the back end. Yeah, We should be fine.
1: But I get it. If you put Matthew back there with those two pass rushers and quarterbacks and making quicker decisions, I mean, he we've said it from the beginning he is. It seems to be in the right place at the right time a lot. Well, now, what he does with that moment, ain't no telling. Who knows? If they catch it, he's You can't tackle. <laughs> but it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it does. Raiders fans can't complain. If they no, that would be those, ecstatic if they get Gilmore, Chandler Jones, Tyron Matthew, Devontae in the same offseason, and rightfully
0: so. I mean, I'd be ecstatic too as a Jesus. as a Raiders fan.
1: Yeah. Well, and they've just had. They've been in fucking shambles for for twenty years. Shit decisions throughout the off seasons. You had going into a draft like fuck yeah, we got three first round picks and you squandered all of them. So that would be an absolute upgrade for sure.
0: Gilmore alone and Matthew. I mean, he's not what he thinks he is, and I've watched glaring weaknesses week in week out. But he is an absolute upgrade to what the fuck you have in your safety room right now. Yeah, correct.
1: And you will hear the word dog a lot. So <laughs> just be okay with that. Uh, we touched on a minute ago. Robert Woods to the Titans for a six-round pick. Yeah, I think we circled on that. I think we talked about that on Sunday. I thought that was after Sunday. No. Either way, it seems like a steal. No, it was like two weeks ago. Hmm.
0: Um, But it still is a steal because they get a six-round pick.
1: Toronto Armstead also to the Dolphins, the top offensive lineman in free agency that took for fucking ever to settle somewhere.
0: Dolphins made some big boy moves.
1: Well, I mean, they went from not what's the point in that division because the Patriots were on top and the Bills flipped with them. But outside of the Bills, like Patriots would be fine, but they're not like head and shoulders above the Dolphins. I think the Jets still stink. Yeah. Also, the Jets try to jump in on that Tyreek Hill deal. Yes.
0: I was very excited just because what well, we could give in return because I heard that they were offering players and picks. Clearly, how many Ty- players
1: you want from the Jets?
0: One. <laughs> I just okay. want Elijah Moore. That's it. I like him as a receiver. And they were willing to offer picks and a player. Willing to bet that was probably Elijah Moore. But
1: I'm yeah, sure but Tyree I did, did offer not player. want to go to the Jets. It's substantial. Apparently he was torn initially. I don't know how you're oh. torn. The Dolphins are a better team. It's in Miami as opposed to fucking Jersey. The taxes, no taxes in Miami. What the fuck are you torn about? Green your color? I don't know. He's got to be... Zach Wilson excites you? Don't think so. Or maybe just Tua just didn't excite him. Maybe that's why he was torn. I don't fucking know. Possibly. I don't think there was ever a chance he was going to go to the Jets. Because when it first came out, the, the, the most surprising part of this was that they, the first thing that I found was like, oh, they've given him permission to seek a trade. And I was like, what the, where the fuck did this come from? And then it was like, oh, the Jets and Dolphins have deals in place. He's torn on the decision. Clearly the Dolphins had the better package. Like I'm sure that's where he wanted to go. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, hey, which one of these would you prefer? Just so you know, we're leaning this way. This is a better pick. And it's like, oh fuck it, I'll go Miami. Why not? The Jets are terrible. And the Dolphins have made moves to get better before you got there. The Jets have done shit.
0: I think regardless of the moves, that's where Tyreek wanted to go. Oh, I do too. But they could have made no moves and Tyreek would have said, Send me to Miami.
1: When you're trading a player of that caliber from your team, like, I'll, yeah, it's important to get his what he thinks, just to try to minimize the backlash. But at the same time, like, I'm trading one of our best players. I'm getting everything I can. And I think that just happened to work out for both of them. He wanted to go to Miami, and Miami had the better package. Yep. But there is, I'm looking at mock drafts after this trade happened, because it obviously changes everything. And in this mock draft, it did show the Packers taking Jahan Dotson at 22 and Burks at 28. Dotson's very good. Yikes.
0: I Do just I don't think them? the Packers are smart no, enough. No. no, they won't. I think
1: they still want to stick it to Aaron. If they took either one of those players. We sent Devontae out. Now, look, we ain't drafting shit for you. The first mock draft I saw, saw them taking a guard from AM. and Yep, see. If they took either of those two guys in the first round, I'd be happy. If they take both, that would be something. That would be the only way you can remotely save face after trading Devontae out of town. If You get Dotson and Trelon Burks. Boys, you get you some new Adidas? No, I've had them for a while. I, I just don't I just don't love black shoes on my feet. I don't know why. Like, I like how they look on the shelf. I don't like how they look on my feet. Hmm. But they're comfortable. They're good to me. These were the NMDs that were on sale for like 70 bucks. It was the only size left. Just had to be my size.
0: Some would call that destiny. I, and I love them. They're very comfortable. Uh, Bobby Wagner's visiting the Rams today.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to really fucking stick in Seattle fans' crawl. I I think it's going to stick in the whole
0: league's crawl. <laughs> This is a Miami Heat situation going on in LA, and everybody's just cool with it. Oh, you weren't cool with it when LeBron did it. Oh, but now it's cool when the Rams stack it all up, huh? Oh. Uh huh.
1: Okay. Well, I see they shipped out uh, Robert Woods. So oh, so it's all good now. One. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, you think, I mean, there's no way. What I really hope, or what I would like to think happened is the Seahawks went to Bobby Wagner and they're like, hey, dude, we just traded Russ. Love you. Got to catch you. 16000000 million. Mm-hmm. Can't be helped. Just promise one thing, you won't go inside the division. You got it. Rams, what's up? It Like, right back in your fucking face. I'm going to play it two times a year.
0: You know I see what Bobby Wagner said? uh uh-uh. They didn't even tell him that they were cutting him. Oh. He, he found out on social media.
1: If that's the case, my list goes down to three teams.
0: Whoever's in that fucking division, yep. what you got? He said, nobody told me shit. No one said a word to me. I jumped on Twitter one time because I saw a tag or some shit, and that's how I found out I was cut. Oh, yeah. I'm- and then they talked to the owner, and they were like, wow, man, we wish we could have done it over again. Uh, we just, we rested up. He deserved for us to contact him and we just didn't, but we should have done something different. We definitely should have. twenty twenty. size okay? If
1: okay? Uh, if, if I'm Bobby Wagner, I'm going to my agent and he's like, hey man, we got, the world is our fucking oyster here. Let's see what kind of money we can make. No. I want you to call the Niners. I don't care how much Rams, money it is. I want is. you to call the Cardinals. Whoever gives him the
0: most, I'll take it. Now the initial rumor was he wants to play with Fred Warner in San Francisco. That was the initial report, but of course, my first thought was He's from, I don't know where, at. I, I can't remember the town, but I think they said it was close to L.A. But I saw a thing, it was like, he's from, he's from California. Rams just won the Super Bowl. He wants to stick it to Seattle. Uh, probably now, Rams.
1: The thing, the interest with Seattle, or not Seattle, with the Rams, it would get me if I was a player looking for a team. And it may be a little too late at this point, but that is, they've proven time and time again that, if we get to a point where it's close, we'll just say fuck it and do whatever puts us over the hump. Event now they may already be at this point, but eventually going to be out of resources to just say fuck it and go get it.
0: Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey. Fucking, I think Jalen Ramsey is highly overrated now, but those That's three not names alone. He's not good though. Yeah, I just think he's overrated, yeah. but those three names, bruh.
1: Yeah, you have you have a star player at every level of your defense. Yes. Yeah, that'd be impressive.
0: That's what the kids say, scary hours.
1: <laughs> uh, this year, they Three. also got Allen Robinson,
0: so. Yeah,
1: and if they get Odell back, you get Allen Robinson, Odell, Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald. Odell's you know, Chief, man. stop. <laughs> we're going to keep doing this until we're out of, out of time. Out I of told players. you how
0: much I wanted to have an Odell jersey with the Chiefs. I told you this last year. Didn't happen because he went to the Rams. But I'm telling you, Juju is making a TikTok right now to send and to Odell. And Jackson is in it. Jackson possibly in it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see if the water's warm or not. Does he like Jackson or not? We might not do it, might do it. Who knows? Juju's
1: first TikTok to announce that he was signing should have been him doing a TikTok with like half of Jackson in the picture. Like he's cutting him out on purpose.
0: I saw a thing with both both people's uh I don't remember if it was Twitter or TikTok accounts. It was Tyree Kill and Juju and it and it it said as soon as Tyree Kill or as soon as Juju signed Tyreek knew I can't do this and it showed both their profiles up and Juju was like 3.5 million followers and Tyreek was like 1.1 million followers and he said as soon as he got in there he got cucked as soon as Juju got there he said <laughs> I'm out of here I can't hang with this fucking clown free agency has been crazy but I feel like this and year you remember the gif of fucking LeBron uh dapping up everybody on the uh can't remember what team they just beat him in the final. It was the Warriors, the Warriors when the Warriors beat him. Yeah. And he's dapping up the whole team walking off the court. It was like, it said, Tyreek Hill in the locker room as soon as he saw Juju get signed. And it was just him walking around, just dapping up everybody on the team. All right, well, I'm out of here. And he walks down the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny as fuck. Fuck you, Tyreek. There we go. Son of a bitch screwed us.
1: <laughs> he did. We're going to go through so many ups and downs of this trade. Everybody
0: was looking for somebody to fucking blame. And they were like, oh, my God, Veach, what were you guys doing? He didn't have a fucking choice. It's Tyreek is the villain here. No one on the team. No no players, nothing. No one knew anything. He's the villain. <laughs> it's forever. Fuck him. And I got a signed fucking Tyreek Hill helmet that I want to smash in the... But I can't do it. Trade it to a Dolphins fan. No. Nope, now it's a throwback. See, it's why everybody gets butt hurt whenever someone in the NBA leaves and they have a jersey from the old team. Why? It's a throwback now. Keep the motherfucker. What are
1: you doing? That's the whole point with the Washington situation. You went through... From the R words mm-hmm. to the football team, and you had the chance to pick a cool new team name that would suck people in and have two throwback jerseys within fucking two years. Yes. And you blew it. You picked the Commanders, and you picked Carl Wentz. Speaking of Carl Wentz, <laughs> the trades this year, like big name trades, seem like they have been ridiculous. Like way more than, what does what that say? What? See, uh, i signed Justin Coleman. Okay.
0: Uh, who the fuck is that? It's just like us. We signed Corey Davis. Corey Davis from Western Michigan, the wide receiver. He
1: was hot in the draft. Ain't done a lick since. Well, you go to the Jets. He went to like four different teams. Yeah, that's true. But Russell Wilson traded. Carl Wentz traded. Khalil Mack traded. Mari Cooper traded. Unique Ngakwe traded. Devontae Adams traded. Deshaun Watson traded. Matt Ryan traded. Tyreek Hill traded. That's a lot of big fucking names. Lots of jerseys there that got shipped out. Yes. Now, Matt Ryan wouldn't normally care. The fact that he went to the Colts makes it a little more interesting because it's a capable team. He is an old quarterback. He's been on a on a bad team for recent in recent years, but I think he's still got enough to be valuable to that team for sure. Like it's they're much better off than had they gotten Baker. Matt Ryan can still sling it. So I think I think think since like 2018, he's leading the league in passing yards collectively over that time. Still, I mean they lost a lot of games, but that team is currently constructed is not great. Especially now they're in fucking shambles. Falcons fans, sorry about you.
0: I saw a thing also on the Chiefs. It was like to all the bandwagon fans that came out of fucking nowhere when the Chiefs made their title run. Now they're onto the Bills. Now it's your time to fucking bounce. See you. See you later. <laughs> See you.
1: Now it's your time. Now all the phonies disappear. Let us be whole again. I don't remember who was on there. Who was on? It was a Pat McAfee show. I was listening to. They were talking about the whole Rams and Chargers dynamic. Like who who ends up being the LA team? And somebody somebody said something about our Pat said something about the. Well, the Rams winning the Super Bowl probably hurt that, didn't it? Like, yeah, it probably hurts, but like you get fans from star players, like the players that sell jerseys, the people that are in the spotlight, the people, the kids are sucked. Like that's how you build your fan base is kids being drawn to players. I feel like you see a lot of Justin Herbert jerseys on kids. Like, like when the Warriors came up, there was every fucking kid had a Steph Curry jersey, and the Warriors obviously built enough a team they would have got fans no matter what. But that's how you build a legitimate fan base. You have star players that attract kids that grow up being a fan of that fan base. Russell Wilson moves the needle. Khalil Mack moves the needle. Amari Cooper, good player, moves the needle, especially after they got Deshaun Watson. Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Obviously makes them better. It's clear number one. First time had number one since Amari Cooper, in my opinion. Tyree killed with the Dolphins, though. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And to think that Carson Wentz was one of the first people traded. And then all these people afterwards. What the fuck are you thinking? Hey, we wanna we wanna make it a new quarterback, but not one's gonna cost a bunch of money, and not one's gonna bring any star players with him. Let's get Carson Wentz.
0: Have you ever heard of Dion Bush?
1: The safety? No, but I saw him tweet out Chief's Kingdom and then immediately said, I'll talk to you later.
0: Yeah. He said, What's up, Chief's Kingdom? And the set the day tra- today, Tyree mm-hmm. Kill. Hey, my bad, y'all. I'll hit y'all back later.
1: Yeah, not the time. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about you right now, bud.
0: Apparently, apparently, he was good last year. He came on last year, I guess, for the Bears. I don't know. But signing him inevitably proves we're not getting Tyron, and we're definitely not getting Dan Sorensen back.
1: <laughs> Dan will take less money. He's, fuck he's Dan. He's a team player. Dan's a team player.
0: Yeah, he is a team player. He's also useless. Yeah, that's
1: strong. Useless. He's useful. He's useless and, for he, 17 games. 80% of 17 games. it give you some plays. Yeah, they lay will. the lumber on people.
0: When it gets to the point where the announcers who are always trying to remain impartial are saying, "Oh, I don't know what Dan Sorensen's doing here. I don't know where he's... When it's gotten to that point, it's officially
1: come to an abrupt halt. Get him gone. Yeah, before we get off of... you wanna, God, football is king. Before we get off football, we need to talk about one of my favorite topics in football, yeah. Urban Meyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This fucking fool. It's been a while since we got the shit on Urban Meyer because he's been fired. Way too late, in my opinion. But there's been some news come out. If you remember, you know, since Urban Meyer kicked their kicker, he's been out of the limelight. We're back. Yep, with some more boneheads. Turns out stuchery. that was just the
0: tip of the iceberg. Listen to this buffoonery that Urban Look, Meyer was pulling off.
1: Give it to me one at a time. Okay. So we can break them each down because there's, there's layers to this onion.
0: While most players adopted an attitude of minding their own business as Meyer's behavior grew more bizarre, it grew harder to ignore some of his unusual actions. For instance, Meyer insisted that Tim Tebow have free reign of the facility and practice field long after
1: he had been cut. Pause. Fucking idiot. (laughs) If you want to say that this was not a bullshit, hey, I got your back, dude. Let me get a coaching job. I'll get you a spot on the roster. That fucking proves it. What fucking business do you have being in anywhere close to the facility if you've been cut and never made an active roster? Yeah. You got a spot. You tried out. You stunk. You get cut. He's like, don't worry. He's like, "But Urban, I thought you said my back. You said don't, you're going to do me solid. Don't worry about it. I'm going to bring you in whenever you want. But they're all freaking out, so I'm going to bring you in as a tight end. okay? But I'm going to have to make it seem like you're bringing value to the team. So every Tuesday I'm going to instill what? Oh, hang on. Uh, weekly
0: Tebow Tuesday. There we are. Theme days were mandatory. What's that mean? Where every player in practice donned Tebow's professional number 85 jersey while Coach Meyer would wear his tactical jean shorts and patrol the field on his NFL-branded scooter
1: screaming, get some, at the injured players. <laughs> the <laughs> only thing I respect, <laughs> I'm going to say this once, the only time I've ever respected Urban Meyer, and I'm gonna say this only because there is no way he has not seen Division Three with Andy Dick and adopted that. If you've never seen Division Three, you need to fucking find it. It's hilarious. There's no way he pulled that out of his ass. If you're riding around on a fucking scooter screaming at injured players to get some, I mean it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's fucking terrible if you're a player on that team. I
0: just pictured Joe in his wheelchair from Family Guy just rolling around, get some! and his professional
1: 85 jersey. That jersey never saw the field. It did, long after he was cut, too. You're going to come up to anybody on that team. Did Trevor Lawrence have to wear 85? I'd be interested to know. I'm willing to bet he did. That is bananas.
0: Tim Tebow. How did no one ever tweet out a fucking picture of anybody wearing nothing but
1: 85s? Because then they had to get some. Because <laughs> Urban put a foot in ass. <laughs> Urban Meyer is a fucking idiot. How oh, did that's no? Not, that's how not the did, end of it. Fuck Urban Meyer. How did no players took this out? How did TMZ not tweet out an ass whooping from all these players ganging up on him? I don't know if you even heard this last part.
0: The last straw was when oh, Urban yeah. tried to require players to sign mandatory competitive chastity pledges where players swore to abstain from all sexual activity between December and May to avoid any possible missed games due to the impending birth of a child that one may have been a little ahead of its time urban said when he reached when they reached out to him for a comment
1: idiot also no nut december january february march april may the fact that you're extending it out to may would imply that you're concerned about childbirth during the fucking playoffs and super bowl where you had no shot to be <laughs> I mean, how fucking stupid can you be? <laughs> Way stupider than I thought. Eighty, the, the of all those things, like the chassis thing, is fucking insane. The Tim Tebow eighty five jersey is the thing that gets me the most. Like, in what world can you justify that? I don't. I don't really care so much that they made him do it. I want to hear his pitch because he had to have gone to everybody. Like, hey, dude, here's the deal. We're all wearing Tebow jersey. You mean the guy that just got cut? Yes, but he'll be back in here, so you get to learn from him. Learn from him from what? He fucking stinks. Where is fucking Jersey? What a joke! There's more though. if you saw the other one? No. Well, the, the initially the initial thing that made the rounds the internet was he didn't know who Aaron Donald was. I did see that. I think that's fake. I don't think you I, believe that. I mean, the the other shit. How is it that hard to believe that he didn't know who the fuck he was? And then there was another one. Said not long after veteran wide receiver John Brown signed with the Jaguars in free agency, he ran the wrong route in practice. To correct a mistake, John Brown, who is from Florida, asked rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence to run through the route with him again after practice. This one's pretty tough. Good move there. Smart. Go to your quarterback. Hey, let's get this shit right. Sorry I fucked up. Apparently Urban Meyer walked up to him while they were practicing after practice and said, Hey Trevor, you gotta slow it down for these South Georgia or South Florida boys. Their transcripts ain't right. Are you fucking stupid? He also said
0: they're a little slow. Yeah.
1: What fucking sense does this make? The fact that Urban Meyer made it this long, like the whole, this is the reverse effect of the Antonio Brown shit. When all his shit came out, everybody was like, holy shit, how did the Steelers keep it quiet for this long? Why did the fucking Jaguars put up with Urban Meyer's dumb ass for that long? The last straw, everything that we've heard come out about him is fireable in my opinion. The last straw wasn't making every player on the team wear a jersey of a cut player who stunk from day one. Get the fuck out of here. The last player wasn't kicking your fucking players or riding around on scooters telling them to get some when they're injured? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> fuck it, Urban Meyer. Please, I pray that he gets another job so we can do this again. Get some. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The fact that we did, I mean, I know, I know there's the criteria to, the I don't know if the Dolphins were eligible for, uh, what's the fuck? Jesus Christ went blank. What's the, the shit they do in the offseason with the what? NFL films, follows them around? Hard knocks. Yeah. The fact that the Dolphins were on hard, can you imagine if the Dolphins had been on hard knocks with all this shit going on? Oh, my God. Yeah. That would have been fantastic.
0: I did see that the Chiefs are talking to the Jaguars about LaVisca Chenault. Yeah. I like Chenault.
1: I used him in fantasy multiple times. Uh, Eh? You know NFL films, films random shit all the time. Give me an Urban Meyer documentary. Oh, my God. Please, God. Give me I heard 30 a thing, for 30. I heard a thing on... Well, give me an 85 for 85.
0: I heard a thing for from Pardon my take that said they had talked to some of the players that were the, in Ohio State whenever Urban Meyer was there, mm-hmm. and they said that they would ride around with him on, like, big booster Scooters. events and stuff like that, uh, go into public places, and he'd take some of the players with him, and he would drive. They would ride with him, They said that it got to the point where they had to tell Urban, hey, I don't want to ride with you anymore. Because he was flying through stop signs, flying through lights, doing 80 and 25s. He was scaring the fuck out of of the kids. And it got to the point where somebody said, like, why are you driving like this? And he said, oh, because usually whenever I get stopped, it goes like this. The cop pulls me over. He walks up to my window. goes, oh, hey, you're Urban Meyer. Uh, Hey, we're doing great out there, coach. All right, you have a good day. So he said, I stopped caring. (laughs) This man thinks he is above the the fucking law. I
1: mean, he's got something on somebody to be able to maintain these fucking... He's
0: got nudes. He's got... He had nudes of Shad Khan. He was cucking Shad Khan. (laughs) And, I mean, you can do whatever you want when you got cuck photos.
1: I mean... he he Ask Dan
0: Sorensen and Ben Neiman. They've had cuck photos for three years. Couldn't tell you how they're (laughs) on a fucking NFL roster.
1: He has something that's damning. I don't know what you're looking for over there. I was looking for an updated bracket so we can go through the Sweet Sixteen. But I guess we'll just go to the actual bracket. Or you you want to you try to find the bracket. What am I looking for? The bracket with the teams that are remaining, so we can pick the. Oh, I'll show the ESPN bracket right now. That's fine. What I do want to address while you're looking for that is there was a tweet put out about the MLB payroll 2022 totals. Oh, I, I saw you like this one. Oh, it's fantastic. This, Good is old why, Orioles. this is why I fuck with Jock Peterson. Top three payrolls in the MLB. The Dodgers, two hundred and seventy million. No surprise. The Mets, uh, did Jock put that out? No, no, no. This was Oh, okay, okay. I don't remember who put this out. Somebody from the MLB. Anyway, the Dodgers, 270 million. The Mets with their new owner spent 250 million on their payroll. Yankees, 235 million. There's gonna be Yankee fans that are pissed. Arkansas fans, stay
0: tuned. It's coming up.
1: Correct. There'll be Yankees fans that are pissed they're third on this list, as they should be. Because they go out and spend all this money and they still stink. Stink is strong. They do not live up to the expectations they had because of the roster. But then you get to the bottom three. Now mind you, Dodgers, 270 million. Bottom three, Cleveland Guardians, 35 million. Pirates, 35 million. Orioles, 30 million. Jock Peterson quote tweeted it. And said, if you're fair, if, if you're embarrassed for your fan base, be better. If you can't sell your team to somebody that shows the fan base they want to spend money, sorry, this is unacceptable. Everybody's been demanding that the Pirates sell a team for forever. Cleveland Guardians you're in the middle of a rebrand. Now's the fucking time. That's the thing. If you're going to have baseball be able to do this, like basically no cap, and the big market teams get to spend more money because they have more money coming in, you should have to have a minimum that you can spend. I don't know if they do or not. I haven't dug that far into it. I just know that being $240 million less than somebody is fucking ridiculous. Yeah.
0: you're. You Let should, Bezos buy him or something. Who knows?
1: Anybody. I don't give a fuck if you sell it to Kanye. I don't care if he knows nothing no, about he's, baseball. No, he's busy trying to buy the Broncos. Yeah, it's not going to He put fucking Antonio Brown's face in his company. He ain't buying shit.
0: Antonio Brown had the audacity to tweet four minutes after Tyreek Hill was traded. And, he, right.
1: and he said like, a,
0: don't remember what he said. Something stupid. A, B, to... Call A.B. or something. I don't know what the fuck he was saying, but you got us fucked up, It's funny
1: you say that. I, call, I, was, I was sitting there with Rick when that happened. I was like, I wonder how long it is before A.B. says he wants to go to the Chiefs now.
0: Immediately. As soon as Tyreek Hill was traded, he said it. Get away from us, you toxic, cancerous bitch. No.
1: Do I wish I could have your production on the field? Yeah, but 2017 production. Yeah, I mean, he, he was capable when he was playing for the Bucks. He just went fucking crazy again. You think I want? You think Andy
0: Reid and are gonna tolerate him popping his pads off in the middle of the game, walking out? No.
1: Oh God, they might. Maybe. <laughs> At this point, they'll probably suck off AB. And you have to sell yourself on it when it happens because he's still like he's still just give capable.
0: Me, just give me Jarvis and his Odell. It's not right.
1: Either of them. That's all I need. Let's talk Sweet Sixteen. Let's talk Sweet Sixteen. Let's start with Arkansas. Okay. Let's talk Arkansas. There's several people that are already familiar with your thoughts. You know what? I, I sh- a quick <laughs>
0: shout-out to uh, the Arkansas fan base. Any of you Arkansas fan base people out there, I don't think it was any listeners because clearly they've never heard any of us talk, either one of us talk. Because they tried to check you, boy the past three, four straight it's days. It's been going on for a minute. Uh, thankfully, ended on a decent note with several of them. A few of them DM'd me. Had some conversations. Ended on a good note because guess what? People just misunderstood what the hell I meant. Anybody's not familiar with what I'm talking about, I tweeted uh, right after Arkansas won against New Mexico State, and I said, Arkansas is the worst team in the tournament. What I fucking mean by that is Arkansas is the least sexy team in the Sweet 16. And guess what ESPN came out and said? They ranked us 14th out of 16. Like... It's no fucking disrespect to the fucking team, and everybody got it completely mixed up, got it confused. I understand. I The way yeah. I fucking said it, yeah, I get it. I did not fucking say <laughs> it right. I just fucking fired from the hip as soon as I got to watch the Arkansas game and thought, wow, that was brutal to watch. The same thing I was left wa- feeling whenever we beat the fucking Catamounts. Yeah. It's the same thing. We are the least sexy, most unappealing team left in the Sweet 16. That was all I meant. And anybody who watches those games and goes, boy, we could hang with anybody. You're not, you're not being true to yourself. So here's the thing. I was drugged through the fucking mud <laughs> for like three, four days. I have never... I barely ever get any interactions on Twitter on anything. And all of a sudden, I get fucking 80 comments and people talking shit to me. Hey, chill out, fellas. You're attacking your own well, now. Well, this
1: is how everybody grows their family at this point. You say something bad about Arkansas. Here comes everybody else. I did see a tweet that said, the better Arkansas gets at things, the weirder Arkansas Twitter gets, which is 100% accurate. People don't know how to handle themselves either way, in either direction. Yes, but... When you said if you think we can hang with anybody, you're not being truthful. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That New Mexico State game was a, 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 a terrible, awful. The whole game was bad, <laughs> both sides. Now mm-hmm. everybody's saying going into that game, you take care of old buddy on New Mexico State, mm. you're good. Should I do a quick call out or no? That's up to you. Mm. You're gonna restart it. you want to deal with this shit over and over? But <laughs> true, they uh, they shut him down to 12 points. The whole, as somebody said, they're going to score, he's about to drop 50 on Arkansas. New Mexico State didn't score 50 as a whole. The defense, regardless of how painful our offense is to watch at times, gives me hope. Like we said from, from the beginning, right, there has not been one sexy win except for maybe like Georgia and Missouri who have no business playing basketball. But the OU blowout is what started everybody thinking, you oh, we're fucked. We're not, I think right after that was a Actually, we're like, we're I up. never really thought that during we're the OU game. Well, it was the first real test we had had. Yeah. And it was god-awful, and it's on a neutral court. I hated it, but I wasn't like, oh, fuck, we suck. But the the Tennessee game going in all the way up to the New Mexico, the last Tennessee game of the regular season going into the New Mexico State game, like the Tennessee game, we were, like I said, listening to it in the first half. Was like, we're fucking dead. And then we had every chance to win that game at the end of the game. It just didn't work out, which you should be grateful at that point. It's not... Team versus team, like, at that point, watching that game, you should have been grateful, as an Arkansas fan, to have a chance to win that game. Because early on, Tennessee was shooting lights out, couldn't fucking miss. Everybody knew that you can't keep that shit up into the second half. But to not be defeated as a team to the point that they felt like they had a chance to come back and into the New Mexico State game, like, it was an ugly game. you're. You're skipping past one of the games where we also look fucking terrible. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It, that trend continued all the way up to the New Mexico State game. The New Mexico State game was the epitome of ugly games. We saw all regular season. No For sure. offense. For sure. But that's, that's what I'm getting at is, into that Tennessee game, the fact that we came back, and the fact that we held New Mexico State to less than 50 points, while we didn't have any sexy production on the offensive side. I mean, we had Note missing several shots inside of 10 feet. Nothing could get going. I still believe that... When it gets down to it, if if Note is off, the best option for us is for him to get into foul trouble. I don't want to get fouled out because we need him at certain times. Get into foul trouble, pull him out, run the offense through a mood not bringing the ball down and anything. But he's our he's our best option for scoring at that point, and get us back into the game. You get NoTe in there, even even if you put Chris Likes in at the end of the game when you're in a foul situation. I trust Chris Likes for free throws if nothing yeah, for else. Twenty seconds, That's yes. no, what I'm saying. If you get into that point, where it's going to be a foul a, a free throw shooting game by all means. If no taste in trouble, put fucking Chris Likes in there. He can get open for the inbound pass. He can drill his free throws. I'm here for it. This is the reason why I bet Arkansas plus nine and a half against Gonzaga. Do I think we're going to beat Gonzaga? No. Full transparency. No, I don't. Mainly because we're going to put, who are you going to put? You're going to put, who are you going to put on Chet Holgren? Tony? Then you put Jalen Williams on Timmy?
0: I'm an Arkansas fan, and I'm also a fan of college basketball as a whole. I don't just watch it with my Arkansas glasses on and think, holy crap, look at us go. That's not what I do. And that's what a lot of the Homer fans tend to do. I do not. I watch it as a fan of basketball while also being a fan of Arkansas. And if I watched any other team in this tournament look the way we did, I'd say they are a laughingstock. They're a joke. I'm not going to say that about Arkansas because I am an Arkansas fan. But if I was watching an outside team that I had no ties to, I'd say...
1: This team has no fucking. They do not belong. I I don't watch college basketball outside of the tournament. Outside Arkansas regular season in the tournament, I watch pretty much everything. Just in the tournament, and it's not because Gonzaga has looked to me like an unbeatable team. They look beatable. I wish I could see plus and minus. It's their like height has given us problems consistently. Like Miami when they played Auburn, they pulled Kessler from that game. Because they couldn't get the ball to him and he was he was useless at that point. In Arkansas game, had Kessler do? He was he was pretty good. So like the giving everybody problems, but he gave us problems. They got two guys with height, one dude with size. Chet Holmgren can shoot sometimes. He's been he's been cold lately. But those two guys, those two big guys I foresee giving us issues. I also think we will keep ourselves in that game with defense. Now if we have an offensive game like we did against New Mexico State, we're dead. But in the same sense that I said that Tennessee couldn't keep that up, Like I don't foresee two games that terrible happening back-to-back. I could be wrong, but that was all-time bad offensively. In the well, New that'd Mexico be State three game. games back-to-back that look like that. But, but, yeah, but it got worse. From, we saw two straight. From Vermont to New Mexico State. The New Mexico State game was worse offensively than the Vermont game. Yeah. I don't foresee that trend continuing. I fucking hope it
0: doesn't. But Y'all act like I want to see Arkansas fucking lose. I want to see Arkansas cut down the fucking nets,
1: boys if they beat gonzaga.
0: I just don't think this team's constructed to do so.
1: Again, I don't think gonzaga is unbeatable, but if they beat gonzaga, my expectation goes back to championship. Absolutely. Not because I think it's undeniable, but if you can if you can sit there and defensively hold up gonzaga, give enough offensive production to win that game, you could do that to anybody. For sure. Gonzaga has the most things that give us trouble. If we can get through that, I feel good about our chances. That being said, let's get into the rest of the Sweet 16. Well, see, uh, Gonzaga can shoot
0: the three ball. Right. Good around the paint and very good defensively. Yeah, they're good at all facets of the game. Right. The only thing Arkansas excels at, at over them, free throw shooting. That's it.
1: Yeah, our defense is probably better than theirs. Yeah, I, I'm not going to deny is, that. They're, they're and I'm not necessarily trying to take away from Gonzaga. I think they're a good team, but their offensive production numbers—you have to look at who they've played. Oh, absolutely. So you our, do. our defense against Gonzaga's offense, like they but they're, to start
0: the year off, they were they fought. I think it was like three or four ranked opponents in the first. But yeah, but where did those that, ranked
1: opponents end up at the end of the year? I don't know. It's a genuine question. Like they played,
0: they played number five Texas and beat them at the beginning of the season. They played number two at the time UCLA and beat them by twenty at the beginning of the season. They played number five Duke, lost by three in Duke. And then I believe after that it was absolutely fucking nothing. Oh well, they played uh at the time Alabama was ranked and Alabama beat them in Gonzaga. I think that's where the Alabama hype started.
1: Yeah, but the the Texas but then trending they beat, downward after they beat them.
0: They beat, they beat Texas Tech. Uh
1: after that, January, February. They beat St. Mary's. Yeah, but of those teams, I want—I wonder what those teams' defensive numbers are. Like, they can play good teams and beat them, but if it's into a shootout, like, yeah, Gonzaga has the upper hand. But if they play a team, like, if, if this was Gonzaga in Miami, I would be much more concerned for Gonzaga's chance. Like, that, I never watched a Miami game until the tournament. Miami's defense is fucking good. Their offense is better. Miami's offense, every one of those fucking people, you want to talk about positionless basketball, that's Miami. Every fucking one of them can put the ball on the floor and go get a bucket. Full-court press that uh, Auburn was running against them was fucking irrelevant. As soon as they got the ball in, it was over. They they were get, they were had trouble fouling them at the end because they kept getting the ball to people who could put it on the floor and move. Yep. Arkansas defense, I would not be shocked if Gonzaga's offensive numbers were far from their average I'm because for that. of the best defense that they've seen maybe this year. You could
0: argue the best defense out of the SEC. You could probably argue... Oh, I would say it is Arkansas.
1: You could probably argue...
0: Top ten in the nation defense, I would say.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. That's why I think why I feel good about the Arkansas plus nine and a half. Again, would love to be wrong. Don't expect him to win. I just think Gonzaga has too much firepower. Too much size, too much firepower. Their defense is formidable. Against an offensive system who's not been great here lately. But I think with less than I think we lose by less than ten. So we're both going with Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Full transparency, I did pick UConn to beat Arkansas in the tournament as well. And UConn got bounced. At that point, I figured this Arkansas-Gonzaga was coming to a head. Like it was going to meet. I'm excited going into the game. I guess that I guess that says the most about how I feel about the whole situation. I'm still excited going into this game. I'm nervous, obviously. I, I don't remember if I said it on this episode yet or not. I'm getting fucking... Flustered, but I expect it to be like a Tennessee last game of the year. I think we'll go down early, maybe like down 12 at halftime, get into the final two minutes of the game with it being anybody's game, and Gonzaga has a big-time player make big-time shots, and we lose. But And so help me God, I'm going to say this on the record now, so help
0: me God if I see Conor Vanover touch the court one <laughs> single time. I already saw the photo of him warming up. I don't do not entertain that. I also got a text from your cousin that was like, hey, it wouldn't be that bad. He wouldn't play that many minutes. Like, you know, it could be good.
1: No. If if I'm I'm in the same camp as you, do not let him touch the floor. If you if you've, if you've already dead set on doing it, make him start. Just make him start the game. We'll go down twenty to four to start the game. And then if you do that, yank him the fuck out because it didn't work. Like if you're gonna fuck with that, don't wait till late in the game to see if you can stop the bleeding. How can you justify playing
0: Connor Vanover over KK Robinson? Someone help me. I'm never going to forgive Muscleman for not letting KK play for two seasons. I'm not going to do it. If if you're on a team that's struggling to score offense, you put in your fucking shooters. And if you won't do it, okay, that means you're completely invested into a defensive
1: strategy. You don't think KK fits that. Okay. Why did you recruit him? But that's that's what I'm saying. If you have if you if you're dead set on, only if you're dead set on it, if you're Muscleman, start van over. If it doesn't work early, pull him out. I think everybody's expecting to go like they're not expecting to run out to a fucking twenty to four lead on Gonzaga. If the def- if his defensive abilities in there, which are non existent, don't help, pull him out. Then if you get late in the game and you're down by a bunch, your defensive strategy pretty much goes out the window. You have to score fucking points. I'm not a big fan of changing your strategy at this point in the game. Like this is what got you the Sweet Sixteen. Something's working well, but if you get into a situation where we're fucked and we're beyond a free throw game, like fouling them and hoping they miss. You got to fucking do something, and it better not be Vanover late in the game or over Toast. Worst case scenario, Vanover comes in late in the game, does well, and then they fucking dump him into the game against Duke. which That's
0: implying that we will beat
1: Gonzaga. That's what I'm saying. If he goes in and it goes well, and then we end up playing Duke, uh, so clearly I'm picking Duke over Texas Tech. That game's going to be awesome. but
0: There is no roster change-ups you can do to make Arkansas beat Gonzaga. None. Zero. And it's not our fault. Fuck, Musselman's only been here fucking two years. For God's
1: sakes, it's not our well, fault. It's, it's, so his first year, no tournament. And last year, lead date. Uh, yeah, last this, year, this year, is third year. 16, right, but second year of the tournament.
0: Yes, it is. Even my wildest dream of KK Robinson playing thirty minutes a game, I still don't think we could beat Gonzaga. It's just not. Well, that's the ne- I next next year's team. Do I think we have enough firepower? Absolutely. But right now Began we
1: do. March twenty eighth, Anthony Black's making his decision. What was it? It was Arkansas, Gonzaga, Oklahoma State. I forget the last team. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's TCU's just, in it, Baylor's in it, G League's in it, Arkansas's in it. The one I saw, March of News, was four teams. It was Arkansas, Gonzaga, Oklahoma State, and somebody else. Oh, no, he
0: he posted a video and there were Gatorade bottles in his refrigerator door with team logos on the front of the Gatorades. And he's talking to his brothers or whoever it was and was like, what do you want? Went to the fridge, opened it up, and he was looking at the bottles and it was uh, Arkansas, Baylor, TCU, Oklahoma State, Gonzaga, and the G League. Those were the Gatorade bottles. And then he said, March 28th. That's why everybody's like, oh shit, is this game to see where Anthony Black goes?
1: I don't know. That, that would be fucking awesome. we have have three five stars with everybody else that's coming to that team.
0: Now you're talking you have enough firepower to take down a powerhouse like that. For sure. Right now, I just we just don't have it. We are outgunned and outmanned in this. Also, what does it take can you can you
1: become a blue blood, or is that just set in stone from here on out?
0: I, at the moment, it's set in stone. I mean, how much does
1: it take? I mean, you got to win it.
0: It's that simple. Just win it all, and then you can start being in contention for a blue blood. UCLA. I mean, I know they've won it. I know they won it all. Rec- not re- recently. I don't even remember. And they're considered a blue blood.
1: That's so, so. Like last year. I mean, I know they made like the final four last year, but last year. Elite Eight, this year Sweet Sixteen. Say we lose to Gonzaga. Next year we go to the Elite Eight again and lose. The next year we win, lose in the Final Four. We haven't won it, but you win Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four, Con- consecutive years. No, that's crazy. You have to crazy. win the the amount of people like everybody. Everybody talks about, it, and I get early success for Kentucky. And also
0: you have to have consecutive recruiting classes of like elite. Right,
1: but I mean if you have that kind of run, I think your recruiting class gets a lot easier. It's a lot easier of a pitch. Yeah. But you have Gonzaga, Duke, Kentucky. Like, these teams that are considered to be major teams that everybody is like, all right, well, where in my bracket do I have them losing? Because they consistently do it. I don't know that it's possible. genuine question. I don't know if you can just become a blue blood and how long it takes, what the you criteria is. You just got to win it is, all.
0: Fucking hell. Once you win it all and you got a coach that's highly regarded as muscleman, I think you start to become, in, you start to get into blue blood territory when you win it all.
1: Also... Like, a, can you be a blue blood versus sports? Like, baseball, basketball, football. Say football wins I think 11 so. games. Basketball gets the elite eight. Arkansas baseball is what it is. Yeah, I think so. Softball. Softball is getting people to transfer from Oklahoma. Those of you who don't follow softball, Oklahoma is a fucking powerhouse. Like, that's the equivalent of, like, Arkansas getting that transfer from linebacker from Alabama. Well, it's our ladybacks returning teams, too. raking out there softball. Our women's basketball team ain't no pushovers. Correct. That's what I am saying. They're not world beaters, but they're they're fucking they ain't fucking around now. And then you get to the other shit that nobody cares about as a whole. Track and field, swimming, men's, women's golf, men's, women's track. Like it's the fucking hockey club isn't even a sanctioned team, and they're fucking wrecking house. It's what we do. Just saying. All
0: right. Also, one quick shout out. I will not name drop. I won't. They know who they are. Anybody who was in the comments section knows who he is. If you try to check somebody and pretend that you are going to physically impose your will on an individual, you should probably know the background of that person that you're talking to before you do it. I just, everybody saw in the comment section how it went. If you haven't, go on back to my page and go check it out. Um, Do not disrespect somebody and think that they're just going to be like, oh, that was funny. Because I am the type to show up at your fucking front door and ask you to come outside in front of everybody and spank your ass. <laughs> Just the, the disrespect that social media has encouraged is sad. It is fucking sad. Let's You had a problem with what I say? Okay, great. Have a problem with it. Tell me you disagree with it. We can have a back and forth talk. Just like one of the other dudes that we did in the comment section. He was not thrilled with what I was saying. Okay. He kept going off on me, kept going off. I said, please, I encourage you to scroll down my page and look at my posts and tell me if I sound like an Arkansas fan to you. Go look at the video of me reacting to the Auburn game. Go look at, I was on a space while doing it. Like, go back and look. And then I had boom, 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 nine, ten straight comments from that person commenting on all my stuff. The last thing he said, okay, all right, actually, you're right. We're cool with a handshake emoji. Bro, you just, a lot of people just misunderstood what I said in the post. I ha- I wasn't talking shit, nobody wasn't talking. I have not said a bad thing about any of these kids or players that was on this team except for Connor Vanover. <laughs> and why does Chris Likes get as many minutes he does as he does in the beginning of the game? We saw that not happening in the last couple of games. Likes getting 7-8 minutes a game. That's more Okay, got it. That just it was misworded to the point of where it sounded like I was making fun of us, and that is not what I'm doing. I am not impressed with us, offensively. That's it. We're not sexy. We don't score a lot of points. I thought we would thump the first and second team that we played. We did not. I am sad by that. But if you think I wasn't running onto the field with Dakota whenever we fucking beat <laughs> Texas in football, we were. Up. I we, mean, let's we let's way up there.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. 500 sections. Dead of
0: fucking Cation. <laughs> Season ticket holder. Let's I am gonna maybe name. pump the brakes on me being one of the shit fans, okay? I
1: am going to name drop. At Nasty Hog Ninja. My favorite comment of these fucking interactions. In uh-huh. I really like the podcast. Hate this tweet. Shout out that guy.
0: Yep. And as you can see, I responded courteously. Like I did to 90% of the people who talk shit to me.
1: The old D-Hog supporting the show. Another. Even, even in the midst of battle. Love that.
0: Yes, I do love to see that. Another another person had commented on there. And if you're trying to prove through statistics that what I'm saying is inaccurate, you can't give me a, well, we make up for our shortcomings on offense by out-rebounding other teams. We are out-rebounded nearly every single game.
1: And with Gonzaga having the height to advantage, I expect it to happen again.
0: Just tell me, hey, this doesn't sound like a, a big Arkansas fan. What's going on here? Oh, I just haven't been impressed with our offense. Oh, okay, cool. Me either, actually. That's it. So That's all it was. Let's We'll move on. But to the to the golf phenom who wants to open his fucking mouth like he wants to do something, not the fucking one, bud.
1: We both got Gonzaga. Or no, yeah. We both got Gonzaga Yes, on. Correct. So both then, got Gonzaga. Let's move on. Then we get to Duke, Texas Tech.
0: Oh, you found the tournament and
1: pulled it up? Yeah. Okay. So this is about the point. It is almost a pick'em where I'm wondering when Duke loses. I just
0: wasn't impressed with Texas Tech last year. I week.
1: wasn't either, and I feel like this is – I don't know. I just feel like Duke's going to pull it out. Like with the whole Coach K's last year thing, I don't – I have full transparency, have them in my championship in my bracket. I got Duke and Kansas. I think they get past Texas Tech. Now Duke and Gonzaga, different conversation to be had. Going to have to think about that one. Because that puts Duke and Gonzaga in the elite eight. I did pick Texas Tech over Duke when I made this bracket. So, you think with Texas Tech? Man,
0: I just, mm. I have not been wowed by Texas Tech. Not but they're still here. I know. That can only go for so long before a team shows their true
1: colors and you're like, okay, actually, I know what they are. But this is two teams where I'm expecting that to happen. Because Duke getting got by Carolina the way they did in the situations they did. Man, Duke ended that Michigan State game strong. They did. And that's probably the majority of the reason why I'm sticking with Duke. Like I said, I picked him originally, but I've changed a lot of picks throughout when I first made my bracket. But I'm going to stick with Duke over Texas Tech.
0: I'm probably going to do the same.
1: Okay, so we, both, we got Duke and Gonzaga matching up in the elite date.
0: I had money on Michigan State to cover six and a half. They fucked me hard.
1: They they looked like they was going to.
0: Yep, sure did. But uh, I was very impressed with Duke the way that they finished that game.
1: All right, now we got North Carolina, UCLA. Give me the Tar Heels.
0: You know what I have to pick. You went UCLA early. I put money on UCLA to win it all before the tournament started. They were plus 2200 Uh... I picked them in my bracket to win because I thought I had to do something different than everybody else, or else I was just going to chalk it up and be lame. They did beat
1: St. Mary's handily.
0: Yeah, but they are out rebounded so bad every game, dude. So bad they have no. Their highest rebounder averages like five and a half.
1: What kind of conversation do you think North Carolina? They go up against North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. What kind of conversation do you think North Carolina had in that locker room after the Baylor game? Because they hadn't gotten into foul trouble or gotten ejection for a stupid fucking decision. I, and I'm, I get getting heated in the moment, throwing a fucking elbow, regretting it afterwards. In the tournament, you can't fucking have that. Because that drastically altered that game. And they were on pace to blow Baylor out. He was their best shooter. Yeah, and then your second best shooter gets fouled out. I'm and He was pretty much useless in that game, though. I'm sure, but still, you get down to it and you need somebody to put up a shot. That's the guy you're going to with what's left. And now he's not an option. And it's not even so much that he's not there as the fact that you have people playing who... Should have stayed in warm-ups all time.
0: I am afraid of the glass. I'm very scared of the rebounding. That may... If I... If I hadn't picked him in my bracket, I hadn't had money riding on him. I would take North Carolina right now because they're obviously hot.
1: Correct. That dude game set them up to run into this tournament with some fucking confidence. But Remember, be, this was
0: a bad North Carolina team. And it could have been like, oh, they're riding too high. UCLA could knock them off. But then Baylor came back into that game and to get, just enough to fucking wake him up and be like, hey, you can still get God." Yeah. So it was like a,
1: you know. Oh, North Carolina absolutely held on to that game.
0: They could they could have walked real cocky into this UCLA game. From blowing out Baylor. But instead almost blew it all against Baylor. So they got real humbled and I think that could be enough to give them some fuel.
1: And I don't know that they needed it to be honest. I have to take UCLA. All right. You got UCLA. I'm going North Carolina. Now we got...
0: This, we got the games where I chose neither one of these to be
1: here. We got Purdue. We got uh, St. Pete. Right.
0: Yeah, I had them there, too. You almost said Kentucky. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, had, I had Purdue and Kentucky in this game. It's Purdue and St. Pete. It's I had Virginia
0: come. Tech. You boys an idiot. <laughs> Purdue. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Uh, Good on St. Peter's. For sure. Love to see the story. I mean, ESPN's giving you a 9% chance. <laughs> I, I had Purdue beating Kentucky. I'm damn sure picking Ke- Purdue to beat fucking St. Pete. They haven't, they haven't had any moments that I've seen where it's like, ooh, they look beatable. This looks like a complete mismatch.
1: I mean, the Purdue and Texas game got close, but then it was just it. They, they, got, they got the door. got a good big. They got a great fucking guard. They have way too much. Yeah. Now, if you can, if like St. Pete's strategy should be go at Edie. Try to get him in foul get trouble. Get him in foul trouble immediately. And if you do, they're just going to hand the ball to Ivy and be like, hey, go win this game. And he can. He can, but I've seen at times he can't. Yeah, but that that motherfucker against Saint so Peter's slippery. the at, the level of athlete is so much more superior than that. I like mean, his ability to drive to the basket when there's nothing there and just find a way to the basket is is ridiculous. And I don't think Saint Peter's ready for that. Feel pretty confident saying that.
0: I mean, let, we got to give Saint Peter's their flowers for taking for down sure. Kentucky and then taking down a big favorite, Saint uh, Murray State. Yes. And now you get Purdue. I mean, that's a gauntlet they just went through.
1: And if you beat Purdue, you're going to get...
0: And if you could beat Kentucky with Sheba, why can't you beat Purdue?
1: Ivy. There's a difference. Give me St. Peter's.
0: <laughs> okay. Give me St. Peter's. I've talked myself into it. Uh, they are <laughs> the team of destiny right now. Not a sexy pick. Kind of a sexy pick because you're taking the Cinderella.
1: But I got to roll with Moose Peacocks. Moose Mash. So if they beat Purdue and they meet North Carolina... It's over. <laughs> so you pick UCLA over North Carolina, and then you pick St. Pete's over Purdue, and then you say North Carolina slaughter them. Correct. Who would you pick in North Carolina? But UCLA Purdue? is
0: going to match up against them, so it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> Who would you pick if it was North Carolina, Purdue? That's what I got. If it was North Carolina, and Purdue? Yeah, in the lead eight. North Carolina. They're just hot. They're fucking they are, hot. They are hot. That'd be a good game, too. So you're going with Peacocks. I'm going with Purdue. Next is where we have some riffs. So far, I've been able to stick with... No, that's not true. I did not have North Carolina here. Oh, I did. Um,
0: it was right. the one, only one I've got where I have both teams on their right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now... Oh, we'll, nope, I got another one in the next game we're about to talk about. I picked that.
1: We got Arizona-Houston.
0: This is a one-and-a-half point spread towards Arizona. That is... Which seems crazy. Very respectable. That is a... Gentleman's nod to Houston. to Houston, who is possibly second to third hottest team in the in the tournament right now.
1: They are hot right now. I mean UAB and Illinois, Dakota I has Dakota has a little money on this one. Or anywhere close to Arizona. But in Same. my bracket, I picked Arizona. And with your
0: with your money you picked
1: Arizona. I did. I mean, fuck, I I don't blame you shit. They're the number one seed. I have a 17-parlay that includes Arizona.
0: They have a real big, and they have real guards.
1: Yeah. They are are real good. Yes.
0: And for that reason, I'm taking Houston.
1: (laughs) Knew that was coming.
0: Even though in the bracket I picked Arizona. Dude. What Houston did to Illinois was incredible.
1: I do not change any sports opinions that I have. Faster than I do when it comes to March Madness. Oh, absolutely. You have to.
0: You have to. You have to be a prisoner of the moment in March Madness. You have to. Now. And Houston was able to take Kofi Coburn completely out of that fucking game. By constant double teams. I mean, Kofi Coburn
1: is fucking very good. Very good. Very fucking good. My fear is that if you double team and be on Arizona, you're still fucking. You're going to have shooters open. Yes. And this next game, I had... Villanova and Tennessee matching up, obviously that didn't happen. I did too. So we got Michigan and Villanova, Michigan another, another very hot, another team. very hot team that we said should not have been in the tournament. And when I say we, I mean the collective entirety, almost of everybody of who watches basketball, pretty much. And the NCAA said, nope, they bring money, they're in, and now they're and they back have there. caused some ruckus. Now the NCAA sit back and like, fucking told you so, told you, dummies, knew Michigan was good, and then when they turn everything off, it's like, god damn, it's a good thing they made it this far. <laughs> Villanova's five point favorites in this game. I think Villanova covers. Same. I do, too. I think they slaughter him. I don't know about slaughter, slaughter, but I love Colin Gillespie. Slaughter in the sense of March Madness. You If you if the game is never in question, you slaughtered them. Because we've had way too many teams just be in games for no goddamn reason.
0: After I saw what Michigan did to Tennessee, I don't think I can say that Villanova will slaughter them. But I think they will cover five. That's fair.
1: I did have Tennessee beating Villanova in my bracket. I thought they would beat them handily. That's because I watched several Tennessee games, watching no Villanova games. Correct. Correct. But just looking at it on paper, Villanova-Michigan, I'm taking Villanova.
0: Yeah, I am too. I have money on that one. so I do as well. Uh, yep, I think Villanova covers. Let's move to the Midwest.
1: Spiciest, most concerning matchup. For me, Kansas, Providence had Kansas win in the bracket. Please, God, win.
0: I'm screwed in that region because I picked Creighton and win it all. So, Ugh. Well, not win it all, but to be runners up in the entire tournament. So Yeah, you had him in the championship. Correct. So this means nothing to me, but
1: Kansas. I'm sticking with Kansas as well. Yes. And then the holy shit, how the hell are both of these teams here division? I did have Miami. I had them play in Wisconsin, though, losing to Wisconsin. I'm taking Miami over Iowa State. Yes. Miami is fucking good. And I think easily. Miami is good. Miami-Kansas game is spicy if that happens in the Elite Eight. Kansas will thump them. That's fine to hard for them to be thumped. There are other, That's true. They, they might unthumpable. be unthumpable. You're correct. It's very possible they're unthumpable. They, they may be. Their defense and offense are problems. Yes. That is a is a daunting task to the game plan for that in a week, correct? Because I don't know I don't know how you come up with a game plan to stop them anyway. Like it's not something that you can scheme. Hey, we got to scheme all five of these guys out of the game. Go, good luck.
0: Also, not super impressed with Iowa State. I mean, they've done what they're supposed to.
1: They won the games. Fuck Iowa State. Yep. What? Like that was? Yeah, we talked about it on, no, we didn't talk about it. On here, that was Sunday. That was Sunday. Afternoon, the Iowa the, State Notre Dame game? No, the the Iowa State and uh, Auburn. No, Wisconsin. No, 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 Wisconsin. Yes, I live bet Wisconsin when they were down ten with five and a half minutes left. It was like plus eight hundred. I live bet them to win and Texas Tech to win. Texas Tech won. Wisconsin had every fucking chance. They came back and I think tied the game or within a one one possession game, and they could not get a fucking offensive rebound after numerous attempts. And they fucking blew it. I hate them. They're dead to me forever. <laughs> so I'm taking Miami over Iowa State. I'm too. That's a spicy game. We, we hinted at the parlays. Might as well run through them. Sure. I put together. I don't even remember what mine were. A 17 parlay that I feel good about. And then I took, I think it was a 14 parlay that I feel less good about, but probably more likely to happen. 17 parlay goes as follows Kansas money line over Providence, scary. Gonzaga money line over Arkansas. Purdue over St. Pete. Arizona over Houston, a little scary. Villanova over Michigan. Carolina over UCLA. Miami over Iowa State. With the 50% boost, that's plus 2,200. Really hoping that hits. The 14 parlay is Arizona money line, Villanova money line, Duke money line, Arkansas plus 9.5. Because they would not allow me to parlay Arkansas points with Gonzaga win. I get it. So I made another one. That's with a boost on the parlay plus eleven hundred standard standard odds plus eight seventy two. Feel much better about that one. Now the problem is the last leg of that is going to come down to, no, it's not Duke's the last leg, but Arkansas. If I hit Arizona and Villanova and Miami loses or Arkansas loses by ten, and I lose on my parlay by half point, I'm going to be furious. What did you have?
0: Uh things that are gonna make people unhappy.
1: Well, I mean I just said my parlay for, for Gonzaga <clears throat> Money Line. Oh,
0: I took uh, Gonzaga's points. Uh I took Gonzaga by nine and a half and Villanova by five. Uh for twenty dollars to win me
1: eighty. Any point spread in this point in the tournament makes the service. Yes. I think they're all gonna be close games.
0: Backdoor covers piss me off. Very possible,
1: yeah. Be be
0: you know. Gonzaga be up by ten? Arkansas goes down with one second left and makes a layup and pushes
1: it to eight, and it's over. Well, like, that's the other thing is why I like Arkansas plus nine and a half is if they're down by double digits and there's thirty seconds left, they're still going to try to score. Absolutely, they're not going to just lay there and try to drill the ball out.
0: And then I took uh, Duke money line and Houston money line, twenty dollars win me eighty. Possibility, quick hundred sixty bucks. I'll take that all day long. I like it. Stop taking things the wrong way. Arkansas fans we are we are all one Okay
1: Share the show Tell your friends please For the love of God Somebody has friends out there (laughs) Have to Tell your friends Show's over As
0: always Thanks for listening Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on
1: social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.